Hello, citizens of the verse. Welcome to the Maiden Voyage of Readcast. This will be a weekly podcast about everyone's favorite space sin, Star Citizen. I'm your host, Way Too Geeky, and I'm joined by my illustrious co-host, Chekhov. Say hi, Chekhov. Hello. So in case you're wondering where our name comes from, we're both members of an org within Star Citizen named Reed. We're a group of explorers and scientists focused on research, engineering, exploration, and discovery. Hence the acronym READ. Um, so strap in your pilot seat of your Carrick, turn your scanners on, and get ready to start this journey with us. Uh, so Chekhov, since it's uh, the first episode of our podcast, I thought it'd be great for us to introduce ourselves to our audience. Um, tell us about yourself. Well, I, uh, I actually am sort of a newcomer to Star Citizen. I started on a patch 3.7. Right, so they're on or about what? Uh, I think that was like November of uh, yeah. It was last it was year. it was mid to late fall for sure. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I don't you know have as much experience as you or or a lot of guys in the org, and certainly not the amount of ships. But I could tell you from from my perspective, like three seven to three ten where we are, I mean, it just leaps and bounds and. And again, this is, you know, I've been online on and off different games, you know, obviously when I was much younger, but let me tell you, got bored of absolutely every, anything and everything. Mm-hmm. And I could log on to this every single day and just, you know, find stuff. Well, you know, I find little dents, little scratches, little, you know, scuffs and everything kind of amazes me. Even like walking around this store. I haven't been here in a while. And by the way, we are in the game, you know, we're... I know a lot of podcasters that like focus on the podcast. Well, we're we're casting, but we actually mean uh, way to geeky walking around. Where's this geeky? Tommy and Sons, right? Tammany and Sons in Lorville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So again, you don't want me to get too long-winded. I mean, obviously, I can go on and on. I I think probably now is a good time to stick to our agenda, and I think. You, uh, well, no, I, I'll wait until you finish <laughs> no problem. drinking. <laughs> well, I guess also to introduce myself. So um, I've been playing, so my name's Way Too Geeky in-game. Um, and I've been playing Star Citizen since the end of 2016. Uh, so I really, I really joined the game. Um, I was kind of impressed with the Gamescom 2016 video that had Miles Eckhart and the... And the um, a freelancer flying around and i thought oh my goodness this is the coolest game i've ever seen in my life i can't wait to play it and then i actually tried to play it for a little bit um and i didn't have a computer that could run it so finally i got a computer got the game um i did become one of those people who pays way too much for ships but i have calmed down um so yeah that's sort of me i um i'm a big fan of exploration so i plan on charting a path with my Carrick and flying around the verse, trying to see what's going on out there. Uh, so yeah. Now, um, one of the segments that we have on this show is called what in the verse. So what we like to do with that, uh, portion of the episode is talk through any of the news that's happened in the verse this week. Um, whether it's through Robert space industries or something that's happened in game. So, um, you know, in the past week we had a great inside star citizen, uh, they talked about gas cloud tech, force reactions. Did you have an opportunity to watch a checkoff? Uh, no, actually, I didn't. Uh, oh. I usually do, but not this week. 
Uh, so it was really good. They they were showing how beautiful the gas clouds are, which is something that they do a thousand times um, every year. But, you know, they're getting close to having them. It looks like gas clouds can be as big as um, planets. And then they have little children gas clouds inside of it. So it'll create a lot of visual interest when you're flying around the verse, whenever you're quantuming through there. Um, they're really huge and it looks pretty cool. And then what I was really excited about was the force reactions. So they showed two different types of force reactions. Uh, the first one was around being, sorry, Chekhov is crouching around me in the game right now. <laughs> like he's trying to mess me up. I'm running away from him. Um, uh, there's one, you know, any uh, force reactions due to being shot. So with a pistol, you know, every pistol hit will uh, get you in the chest and, and hurt you. And then there's, um, and then there's, um, you know, like shotguns, shotguns, if they're close enough to you, they'll knock you over, um, which is cool because it gives you added benefit to having a shotgun, um, which is one of my favorite weapons. And then last but not least, the real cool thing that I thought um, was they did force reactions within a ship. So if you quickly change um, course and, you know, the gravity gets wonky, you're going to start to lean in a certain direction. If a ship rams you, which is very likely to happen um, with one of our org members who loves crash landings, um, mm -hmm. then, you know, you'll get knocked over. So it'll behoove you when in combat situations or when dangerous situations to be sitting down so that you don't fall and get hurt. Um, so that's really exciting. I was, I was hoping for that because right now you just seem to be stuck to the floor. Um, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, and then yeah, you should definitely check it out. And then, um, did you have any opportunity to see the Star Citizen um, live or, or calling all devs? I guess it was this week. No, I missed all the videos. Actually, oh. this was all good. Check I, off, uh, check off. I know. I was. Uh, you got to check that off your list. You know. <laughs> I know. I'll get to it. I'm, I was actually too busy trying to figure out in three ten how to make money because again everything since three nine changed mm -hmm. so the the old tactics as we know right the you know yeah. holding laranite from ariel you know that's all over as a matter of fact i think of myself and uh way too geeky we were trying to sort of see if it still works even you know remotely and we we made a couple of runs. I think he was doing it on your Carrick, and I did a freelancer. And uh, you know, he always like on the first run, he almost shocked you, right? You thought you actually lost money. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, one, I mean, we noticed that there was a little weird bug in the um, in the Moby Glass because the values, at least last night. Actually, I'm looking at. Oh now, yeah, let me check it out. Yeah, you, the values were different, and actually, I'm looking at it now, and my values are closer but they're still different between the personal details section in the left corner and the yeah. current balance in the right. It's ever so slightly different right now. Yep, I have yep. 4,214,146 AUC in the left hand one, which is the accurate run one. And then the bottom one that says current balance, I have 4,214,146 4,214,154. Yeah, so I'm, literally, I'm, off off. Also. I'm yeah. literally off by eight, which doesn't make any sense to me. 
Yeah, I'm off by twenty. Yeah, it is. It's weird. Yeah, and what Chekhov was re- referencing, he, you know, he's talking about we, our favorite, and it seems like a, a pretty meta um, route for trading is a Laranite run between Lorville and Ariel. Um, so you start at Ariel at either Bezdek or Lathan, and then you would fill up on Laranite and um, just sell it at Lorville in the central business district. But before you could fill up an entire Carrick or a Caterpillar or a larger ship and you'd be, you know, it'd be like 90 K every run. Now it's more like in my Carrick, it was 65 K somewhere around there. I mean, what were you earning in your, in your um, freelancer? Oh, I, you know, back then it was, uh, that was almost a hundred K in a freelancer. Yeah. You know, now, yeah, now was, uh, you know, I thought I was back to, you know, like 65 or 40 something. And then mm-hmm. I noticed that I missed it by a decimal point. So really, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's not even worth it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it's worth it if you think about, um, oh, maybe not for you, not in a, not in a freelancer because what you were earning, what was it? 5,000? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. You might as well do missions for that. You could do box missions, which which is a whole different subject to talk about altogether. Yeah, but, exactly. But yeah, no, my mining seems to be still holding up, even though again, uh, you know, is it the rock? Well, it's definitely the rock, but I still yet to really find out whether prospectors is can can really mine what it used to three nine. Uh, uh, certainly not. Not when you're doing uh, Grecium. I think maybe Quantanium, but I've yet to find enough Quantanium to, to fill up the prospector. So. Where were you mining? Uh, the, uh, the belt. Well, so so between Yella and Grimax, it's bugged. You know, is that all same old bug? Oh, it's still bugged? The, yeah, the square appears, and then once you get close to it, it moves constantly. Mm-hmm. So that's not even worth going. Yeah, in the asteroid belts, mostly because yellow ground, uh, there's just uh, not much left there, mostly for the rock. And then the other part, I forget, what is the area called between Cruel 5 and uh, Levski? You're uh, talking about Aaron's Halo. Yeah, Aaron's Halo, right. But it's kind of, I always forget how to get there. But you kind of have to go into quantum. So you, you know, from from Levski, you come up, point your, you know, set your beacon to Cruel Five, and kind of get out about what two million into the jump, and well, then you can end up there. Our org mate Oerth actually has a really great video about how to navigate to that um, on YouTube because he has a YouTube series. So we could always link that in the show notes for people if they're trying to yeah. find Aaron's Halo. Right, so the reason why I mentioned Aaron's Halo, so that's actually, at this point, I have to say, has the best mineables. You know, we're, we're able to find some quantanium, so it's been pretty good there. Yeah. Um, also, with, uh, with Calling All Devs, right, so this week, Calling All Devs was pretty important. They had Chad McKinney, who was talking about iCash and persistence, and then they also had, um, I forgot the other gentleman's name, but he was talking about server meshing. So they talked about sort of how those mechanics are going to work. Really good video. I suggest checking it out if you haven't already. 
Yeah, um, you know, when it comes to you know persistence, I mean, and again, this is just my opinion, and this is not a conspiracy theory. This is just <laughs> a, this is totally opposite. So I am really <laughs> confident that we could buy ships in game and safely hold on to them, especially yeah. to what happened to us at 310 when we actually lost the ships and then they patched it and gave us back the ships. So I think yeah. there's a huge effort on behalf of CAG to make sure that they keep up with persistence. It was like a promise made by Chris Robertson. He's he really it's in his agenda, his priority to stick with it. So I'm definitely all in as far as kind of grinding, putting the time in and buying in game. Yeah. I, I, I agree. The persistence has gotten uh, pretty great. And I think one of the things that they mentioned um, a little bit was that they are going to be having, you know, they're trying to save the state of where you are, even if, if there's a 30 K. Um, so once, once they can do that, um, the game will be exponentially better because a 30 K won't mean you just lost a million dollars. Yeah. Uh, well, a million AUC. Right. Um, and speaking of 30K, did you notice there's considerably less 30Ks in, in this patch? I mean, it depend, I'm sure it depends on the person. I haven't been experiencing a lot, you know, one here and there. But there are some nights yeah. where I don't have one at all, which is great. Yep, yeah, same here. And especially because all the activities are taking much longer now, like, you know, filling up a rock. I mean, that takes uh -huh. longer. So it's just very frustrating. It's not like you're making an investment when you're cargo hauling, but you're investing your time. And, you know, after, whatever, an hour filling up a rock and you're 30-king, it's kind of uh -huh. disappointing. And we have a very picky members, uh, uh, not to name names, but some of them literally log off and won't get on for days after something like that happens. Yeah. Well, I mean, they get frustrated. For me, it's just, I mean, we have a lot of fun while we're doing it. Um, we like to, what we tend to do at our org, um, sometimes we'll have people who are out searching and cracking the um, medium-sized mineables with prospectors. You know, they're just barely touching the rock and it'll break. And then people are flying behind them in ships, dropping off their rock and just collecting. And we've been pretty profitable that way. One of our um, work mates had a Valkyrie full of four rocks and they made over, you know, $800,000, uh, which is amazing. Um, but it also is fun, like the little rock riding around. And have you actually tried one out yet, Chekhov, or have you just been observing? No, 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 I did. I did the other day. And then I parked it in, uh, where was, oh, in a <laughs> Cutlass Red. Oh. That was funny because yeah, it's a, it's a bit of a tight fit. Yeah, and it makes that weird noise like when you close the hatch and just like yeah, you know, yeah, that's so yeah. With the rock, you kind of want and and that's been my sort of debate. Okay, I do want a rock, but I don't have a ship to carry it in. So now I'm thinking, okay, so I like to get ready because I truly think the rock is going to be offered in game. Uh, you know, the next patch probably. So I'd like to. I mean, this is my goal and you know i always like to set a goal what i'm grinding for because if you just grind for the sake of grinding it's kind of i don't know i, I always like goals yeah. so my goal is to get a ship and a rock right that's what i'm grinding for in yeah. other words uh, a ship to carry the rock in yep. so and at this point 
the more I look at it, well, I'm I'm tossed between like my I'm down to two. It's either Freelancer Max or Cutlass Black. Because believe it or not, Cutlass Red, I just hate that tight fit. Oh yeah, the whole clunky thing. It just I I can't stand that noise. You know what yeah. I mean? No, I I'm even personally, you know me, I carry mine in my Carrick because I'm not a huge fan of. It's sort of like if you drive it up the ramp on the cutty too fast, it will, it will be kind of, you know, it'll start to bump on the roof. Um, also I end up having to kill myself quite constantly cause I mm. glitch into the, um, rock and or underneath in a curl up in a ball. And, you know, as the number one person who usually comes and shoots me in the head to liberate me, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, that's, that's euthanasia. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was illegal, but not in not in the future, not yeah. in the twenty nine fifty. Um, but yeah, so having the Carrick is really helpful because of the med bed and everything. But it does take time to get to the, you know, to the ramp and everything. So the way that we do it with the prospectors and everything um, makes it a little faster. Um, plus, it's just fun. It's nice to just be in a group setting. Everybody makes money together. Yeah, I would have to agree with that. Uh, so far, it's probably been one of the most social patches because we tend to really spread, you know, go, you know, somebody's doing a little dog fighting, somebody's doing boxes, cargoes, mining. But here, I actually have to say it's a very coordinated mining effort. Yeah, I, I would say we haven't had this much sociability since the, the mole got released. Oh, that's true, right? Right. I remember, yeah, when the mall was out, we were all manning the malls. That was fun too. Yeah. Um, so I guess the meta shifts a little bit every patch because it's the new thing. You know, it's also makes quite a bit of money. They probably make it make a lot of money, so people do a lot of testing. And once they test it, they can figure out metrics around. You know, is this too profitable? Um, I'm still hoping that they have mixed mining nodes in the future. You know, where it's like you sort of need almost everything in order to mine it out completely. Sort of how yeah. the asteroids now have the hand mineables. The only problem is the asteroids now just, it's not worth um, collecting the hand mineables because it takes so long. Right, right. Well, you know my take, I think I mentioned it to you. Uh, my thought process is that, uh, you know, we should standardize on how much we earn per hour. Yeah. Not all activities. So this way, you, you're not forced to do a specific activity. You could really do whatever you want to do. And plus, you know, you get bored of one activity. We're yeah. just, for example, we're sort of forced to use a rock right now if you want to earn the most because it does earn you the most. Mm -hmm. And the same thing was happening with hauling cargo in 3.9. But it's not the, necessarily what, what I like to do, right? I just, maybe I want to go cave mining and, uh, you know, but I like to earn my money that way. Or box hauling. Yeah. Well, speaking of box hauling, don't even start me on that. Right now, that is just so frustrating and it's such a low-paying activity. Mm. Uh, I would say the only plus to box hauling, you will end up in parts of the PU that you've never visited before. Yeah, because that's where the mission kind of takes you. But otherwise, it just you, a I thought you you're going to get paid. So you know how you pick up, you know, three. You're boxes. talking about the three box mission. Yeah. yeah, the three box mission. Right. So you get three boxes. I actually thought it was going to be four thousand per box. Right. Yeah. 
Well, that's not the case. It's four thousand for all three. So you you end up actually stringing them together, and piling like you know three four boxes. They're going to nine different places and you get so confused because you know <laughs> you and, and then it becomes like a strategy game okay where do i go first because i have to yeah. drop here then i have to pick up there then i have to come back so anyway i i was running boxes for like an hour and walked away with four thousand and i say oh. you know, that's it i'm done with boxes well that it's also too like if you look at the the state of the game there's really no actual planning tools yet, right? There's no good way to plan a course and sort of look at it in a, in a way that's holistic and easy. I think once they have things like that, you could plot better routes, really figure out your, your, not just your immediate destination, but your long-term destination yeah. and sort of like set that course. Um, then again, it really depends on the ship, I'm sure, too. You know, like a Carrick, you could easily do that in theory um, w- once they have that active. Um, yeah, it's been, I mean, it, it's been interesting. At least I, I feel like what we're not getting, and maybe part of this is because the patch was so late, but I feel like we're keeping momentum more than we did after, um, you know, 3.9. You know, between 3.9 and 3.10, we had people spring up right when the patch released, but then our org slowly started to just be like the, the main five people that play. Um, but I feel like, you know, the other night we had what, 15 people. Oh yeah. That was, that was a record on the score. Yeah. Um, without being an org event, that was a huge, huge, um, group. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, that was pretty amazing. And, you know, I, I thought of something. So, I mean, this is the first episode and we're kind of just generally chatting. But, you know, uh, hopefully we'll get some listeners and get some feedback. You guys can let us know what, you know, what you want us to talk about and how deep you want to dive, you know, because we have kind of uh, lots of knowledge around, you know, in-depth knowledge about mining and you know navigating and you know ship loadouts uh not only between two of us but between all of our org members so definitely let us know what you like to hear yeah um and we will we will provide options for asking questions especially since this is anchor um you can actually ask questions um doing almost like a voicemail on our landing page so that's pretty awesome. We'll get that's those cool. in in preparation for every week so people can ask questions there. Um, and then we'll, I also started building a Discord for us so people can go there, engage a little bit, ask questions. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. See, I'm glad if somebody's organized because, like, you know, <laughs> when we, before we got on, we're waiting, he gave me, so he gives this whole agenda, you know, she's got everything written now. This is the intro. This is going to be the outro. And I'm literally like, I say, okay, I'm in the game. I don't know. I'm going to just kind of count on him just to cue me up and we'll go at it. But I mean, <laughs> so far, so good. I think, I think we're kind of sort of sticking to the agenda. Yeah. Oh, definitely. It's just we're tangenting in the right way, I think. Um, hopefully you guys agree. Um, so, you know, it's September 1st. Um, and what I really wanted to talk about, what I'm excited about, um, with, you know, properly set expectations, 
3.11's got to be around the corner, right? I mean, they've had to catch up, hopefully. I mean, it's hard to tell from the roadmap, but um, what do you think? Do you think we're going to see Evocati pop up anytime soon? Yeah. Yeah, I agree because they got so much heat. I mean, if if I if I remember back, there were literally a time where I was like me and two other uh, like players were on the server. That's how sort of disappointed the players were because they were late with the patch. Yeah. So yeah, I I don't think they 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 they're gonna pleasantly surprise us and come out early. I think. Eh, I mean, I'll be happy if if the patch is in open PTU by end of September. Um, and it looks like it could be on target for that. You never know because you don't know how many of the tasks required are going to be blockers. We don't know how accurate the roadmap is, especially now that they're transitioning to something different. Um, yeah. So and, and, we'll see. Right. Can I tell you something? I'd rather them not break the game and take their time. So I'm perfectly okay with it. Yeah, especially I'm so glad they got... 3.10.2 out so quickly. It's been one of the better patches out there. I still hear some people can't run the game, um, but you know that seems to be like individual machine issues versus you know a, a big large scale issue. Um, so, what are you most excited about for 3.11? Oh well, uh, definitely uh, cargo. I mean the whole cargo play. But one thing before I forget, you know what oh, I wanted sure. to mention is. Uh, the uh, the the graphics, right? It's like when three ten hit, and I remember one of my members saying, "But he was in PTU and I wasn't." He says, "You don't understand. I'm not going back because just the whole experience and the visuals." But now I see what he means. I mean, it's just I'm amazed. I almost like because I upgraded my memory, and I'm kind of mm. well. Is it the game, or is it like it gets better every single day I log in? It's just so good looking. Right, yeah. it's amazing. So, yeah, not to regress from. Uh, oh, please no. Your, your I mean, that's the thing. They have been they have been making many optimizations here and there. I mean, I don't know if you listen to. I watch um, Super Mac Brother. He's sort of like a board gamer, but maybe a little less um, chatty. You know, his videos are a little shorter. Mm-hmm. Um, but still kind of like mostly news, mostly information that you could read anywhere. Um, and, and that's his function, but you know, he does it in a way that's pleasant and engaging, but he was saying how he has a friend who I, I can't recall the specifics, but his friend is sort of like in the space and he, he has a sneaking suspicion that they're further along with things like iCash and, and persistence and server meshing and that there are some things that have been going on in the game that might be like behind the scenes stuff. And that would make total sense to me, particularly because they pushed back, um, you know, our favorite cloud city um, to next year. Um, And not to mention how far they sound like they are with pyro, you know, it sounds like they'll launch the whole system at once. I would imagine in order to do that effectively, they're going to need some sort of at least server meshing light, you know, like very likely some level of static server meshing because that'll be another how many planets? I think it's four or five planets in um, Pyro. And then. What on earth is that, Chekhov? What is that? Wow. 
Oh my God! I, you don't want to know. It's an in-game. Somebody's screaming at me. Why did I park the ship in his hangar? And he's actually running around. <laughs> is that funny? See, this is live podcast. You know, you know we're in the game. I couldn't fake it. You know, <laughs> this is great. I love it. Oh my goodness! Was it your hanger or his? No, it's my hanger. I just uh, he's my, just being yeah. a weirdo. Or yeah, he exactly. thinks it's actually yours. No, 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 exactly. He's being a weirdo. Oh. I'm yeah. already on Lathan. I'm about to pick up a rock. Like you're dilly dallying, Chekhov. Yeah, I know. Well, I'm I'm focusing on the podcast here. Me too. <laughs> I am. Yeah, I'm clear to launch. So. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, okay. He keeps swearing. All right. I, I know. I know. Turn so him we down. I, we we put this as a. I, as a... I know. I'm lifting off, so we don't hear him anymore. <laughs> I'm gonna have to find a way to to block that. <laughs> It's okay. Listen, this is all natural, and it wasn't us. I'll just record over it. Beep. Yeah, there you go. We'll do. Oh, yeah, that's right. We'll do some bleeps. That I don't know if I up. can, but we'll see. Yeah. Well, so getting back, you were saying you're excited about the um, the cargo decks. Yeah, um, cargo decks is just uh, that's uh, well, you know, we're just kind of imagining what it will be, but. Uh, based on what we've seen so far, that's very cool. Brings a whole level of uh, excitement to the whole cargo, and it's going to be kind of... Well, what I'm hoping was, yes, it will be... Uh, the effort is going to be the increased effort, but hopefully the payoff will be there also. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, here's the thing, and, and, and this is what I don't know, and, and perhaps this is where they need to be a little bit more communicative, right? They keep showing us the cargo decks, and they keep hinting at what that will enable. But what we don't know is what it'll enable in 3.11, right? So there's the whole concept of being able to get cargo-related missions, whether it's cargo delivery missions or um, if it's escort missions. Super exciting. Really great. Interesting. We don't know if those are going to be available in 3.11. There's not a card for it on the roadmap. We're unsure. So it could just be a static location. For all we know. Then they keep talking about where you can go and build reputation for the cargo guild. Mm -hmm. I mean, is there going to be reputation there? I don't think so. I mean, there's not really a big reputation system now. It's like pseudo there, but not quite. Will that be ready? Yeah. Probably not. But it does excite me just thinking about it. I'm a little disappointed that they have the like um, anti-gravity um, attachment for um, the multi-tool. I'm a little sad that that's coming out in 3.12 and not this patch because I could just see people running around with their cargo being or with their with their uh, anti-gravity. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know. What about the oxy tractor beam that... things? Oxy pen is gonna start working. The, oh, the, the oxy cutter? Uh, yeah, the oxy cutter, right? There were rumors that it should be working even now, but I've tried. Wasn't it in the roadmap already? Oh, was it? No, I've never. Did they remove it though? I, they may have removed it. I can't remember. Um, yeah, I mean, well, the whole thing around the oxy cutter is there are specific things it can cut, but that I feel like they removed them from game because remember that. 
you may this may be before your time. Did you ever see like this down satellite mission? Uh down satellite. No, no, I uh, don't so remember. it'd be a satellite that fell um and crashed into I think it's Hurston. Um it, it's it's actually it's one of I think it was at C- Citizen Con or one of the other um events and it was when they released the Valkyrie. It was the first straight to f- one of the first, at least, straight to flyable ships. Mm-hmm. And they flew in with the Valkyrie, and everyone was like, oh my goodness, so cool. Right. And it was really cool. And this mission was multi tiered. So, what would happen is you would go find the satellite. Then you would have to, um, like, kind of cut it open, find out where the mm-hmm. actual, like, disks are or the drives were on the satellite. Okay. And retrieve a prototype one. So you get to the place where you cut it open and find it, and there isn't one. It's missing. Oh. So then you have to go turn on some tracking device and find where it is. And I think it's a. It was a mission that spawned two different uh, missions. One that was a um, criminal mission, and one that wasn't, I believe. And it was sort of showing like what happens when two different sets of people interact. It was pretty cool. Um, so what? So why did you cut that? Whip? It was like the panel to open to open up the panel to get into the satellite. No, no I understand, but with, you you actually did it with the multi tool. Yeah, there's the, the oxy cutter attachment is already in game. Right, right. So so it actually worked for that. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. But it was only simple little places to cut. I think when they talk about the oxy cutter now. It's because they're trying to implement physicalized damage. So you can actually cut apart pieces of the hole. Yeah. Um, it might even help you board a ship. Who knows? Yeah, that's sort of the beginning of the salvage. Good yeah. Play, right? yeah. Yeah, that would be cool. Uh, speaking of which, I think uh, we should probably do a time check now. Oh, yeah. We're, 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 we're about uh, 36 minutes in. Uh, okay. I'm watching the time. You don't have to worry, Chekhov. I got you. Yeah, I'm just in the game, you know. I yeah. cuddle. The reason why I can't watch anything because I have this three monitor setup, so I have nothing but space in three D. Just keep rubbing it in. Three monitors, one ship. Yeah, we got them <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we have some interesting stories coming. I'm not going to pack it all into one episode. Yeah, like exactly. me buying, uh, upgrading my computer to be able to play the game. I'm sure we'll. Well, well, we have plenty of stories for you guys in the future. Exactly. Um, now, for next week, what we're really hoping to have is actual questions from uh, listeners like you. So the way that you can do that, as I mentioned already, you can um, either A, uh, leave a message in Anchor, if that's easy for you, if that's how you prefer to do so. Um, and we will we'll listen to the message, um, maybe even play it on air, and then answer the question. And then um, you can do that, or you can go to Discord. And we have a Discord that I'm going to be opening by the time this is live, and it's called Readcast. You can find us there. There's a, there's a question um, text channel. There's a general uh, place where you can interact. And... Um, That'll be there for you to engage with us, ask questions as well. Um, so those will be the two methods for now. Um, cool. So um, anything else you want to talk about, Chekhov, before we no, send I'm our... 
I'm just going to report a live bug on the prospector. It's, <laughs> it's overheating for no reason. The bug was uh, early on and it's still coming back. So, oh, yeah. Yep. Just that, overheating. I mean, I've heard that from multiple people. I haven't used the prospector since, I don't know, maybe a few months ago yes yeah and you know there is something i did want to talk about so i i would listen to some uh star citizen podcast uh on my way to work and from work well from work mostly you know on the way to work you kind of listen to some news and what i found well first of all they're all gone so mm-hmm. i just can't find anything anymore not that i'm trying to promote us as the only ones they just you know i would challenge you to find any and what I found is was really cool because I'm on, on my way home and I know I'm going to have some dinner and I'm going to play the game probably. So yeah. I was really searching out podcasts that would give me some pointers for that night, you know, yeah. tips, tricks. So I think, you know, and again, I'd love to get some feedback on this. I mean, that's what I would love to hear in the car, at least for some portion of, of the podcast. So I think we want to try to bring that to you also. Yeah, definitely. And uh, a lot of what we like to do is um, go in the game and test things out. So if you have an idea for something we could do in the name of science, you know, um, we would be happy to test it out with us or potentially um, some folks in the org. Um, Also, you know, feel free to find us in game and play. You know, we uh, we love to play the game. I play almost every night. and I know you do too, check off at yep. least for, I try to, at least for a couple of hours, you know, it's been great trying to really uh, be a part of our community that we have um, and engage. And, you know, it's been fun. Yep. Agreed. Um, all right. So awesome. I think we should call it. Yeah. So, um, you know, uh, I guess before we go, if you are, an explorer with a penchant for searching the stars or a hauler looking for the perfect trade route, or you're that prospector looking for a great deposit of minerals. Uh, take a look at Reed. Reed stands once again for research, engineering, exploration, and discovery. We're a law abiding org with roles across industrial as well as org defense. And if you're looking for a low drama um, with an environment that fosters mutual respect, then read might be for you. So um, feel free to check out the org. Uh, you can apply at robertspaceindustries.com slash orgs slash R-E-E-D. Um, and- the outro, as well as our intro, is a song called Navigating the Stars. It was actually written by Admiral Cody of our org, uh, whose uh, name is Corey, uh, Corey, <laughs> whose name is Cody Vidal. So uh, take a listen. It's a really epic um, song. Yeah, and I just to uh, quickly add to that, uh, our membership is literally around the world. We have members from New Zealand, Australia, Canada, Greece, uh, Russia, you know, Europe. So, yeah, so don't be shy, you know, like I East said. East Coast, like, West Coast. That's true, too, <laughs> right? So none of that is an issue. And like as Geeky said, I think we're really, really all about getting everybody together you know, being respectful to all and uh, just having fun. Awesome. Thanks for that input, uh, Chekhov. Well, everybody, thanks so much for tuning in this week. We really appreciate it. Ask some questions, and hopefully you'll tune in again next week. See you in the verse. See you.